This episode contains adult language, mature situations, art thieves with a mission, competent detectives who are blinded by their love, sisters who own a coffee shop, and Kaito awesomeness. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 241, hiding from police in plain sight is easy for Kaito thieves. Aloha, konnichiwa, bonjourno, and what's up? It's Zan from www.spyrokin.com saying hello. Welcome to another episode of our illustrious podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. Every episode, I will talk about one to two different geek properties. For this, it's our manga review, so obviously we talk about manga. I tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, and if it's worth investing your time in. You don't have to do anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be as entertaining, impartial, and informative as possible. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me at zanspyrokin.com. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, player.fm, iTunes, and several other social sites, which you can check in the show notes down below. If you want to do something really awesome, go to the iTunes store and leave a comment or review, or better yet, actually give us five stars. It'll bump up our rating, and it just shows us what we need to do to fix the podcast, because I try to make this as awesome as possible. And if you have any comments or concerns, you can email me at zanatspyrokin.com, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N, or at Tumblr, at Spyrokin, or Twitter, at Spyrokin. So... Anyway, I hope that you guys have been doing great. I have been having a very good weekend. Yesterday was my mom's birthday, and we had a great time. And today is more of a relaxed day because it is the last podcast before the great holiday weekend and Festivus and all those other lovely holidays, including Christmas. So kind of psyched about that. It's going to be a great relaxing weekend. And then we have two more episodes until the end of the year. And hey, hopefully it's going to be pretty awesome because... I'm excited for what's going on and with so many different podcasts and stuff. And we're almost there. We're almost at 300. We have 59 to go, and we're going to hit this one way or the other. We are going to be changing the schedule of our releases for next year. I'll go more into that when we are closer to the podcast. Probably I'll release that, talk about that next week. But I digress. So if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 240, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga... And it dictated to be that reviewing a manga that was originally in Weekly Shonen Jump. Actually around the same time as This is the North Star and several other series. Uh, this was written by 
to Sukasa Hojo, and it was released in 1981 to 1985. There's 18 volumes plus several TV series and a live-action film. And the series would be classified as a shonen action drama crime kaito series. Now, if you don't remember, kaitos are phantom thieves. I talk about this a lot in my phantom thieves panel. And this series specifically because these are very prominent and popular old school phantom thieves. And what is the series I'm talking about? I am talking about Cat's Eye. Now, Cat's Eye is a series of three sisters, the Kasugi sisters, Hitomi, Ryu, and Ai. They are art thieves who are stealing specific pieces of artwork. I'm not going to spoil their motivation behind it. I mean, if you look at Wiki, you can check it out. But they have a reason why they're stealing art pieces. And they are pretty awesome because no one knows that they are the Cat's Eye Thief. I said it. They think that there's only one of them, but there's actually three of them. And the crazy thing is these girls run a coffee shop right across from the police department who is hunting them. And what is the name of this coffee shop? It is Coffee Cat's Eye. And most people are like, hey, how does this not work? How do you not figure out that these girls are the cat's eye thieves? I mean, one of the other characters does kind of figure it out, but you can't prove it. But I do digress. So let's go over some of the characters before I get into the plot of this story. Well, I said they're three sisters. And the main character, the main one, is the middle sister, Hitomi. And she is the one who actually commits the crime. She's the main thief. And she's acrobatic. She's a great safe cracker. She could speak multiple languages. She does karate, judo, boxing. She's ambidextrous. She has a lot of grace. She can unlock handcuffs. And she's very skilled at what she does. She's also the main source of information for the Cat's Eye Thieves because she gets all of her information from the lead detective who is following the cat's eye girls who's investigating them and why is this important because the lead detective is her boyfriend yes the male protagonist of the series toshio utsumi is her boyfriend and he doesn't realize that his girlfriend who runs the cat's eye cafe is actually his arch nemesis the cat's eye it's very funny the crazy part is also that toshio the first chapter he actually admits that he wants to marry her. he's like i'm gonna go to a jewelry store and buy you a ring and hopefully it'll be an engagement ring and hopefully you say yes it's like, that's kind of a really shitty way to say you're going to marry someone, but whatever. And he says he's going to propose to her, but then because Cat's Eye has outsmarted him, he says, I will not marry you, uh, and I will not quit the police force until Cat's Eye is caught. So it's now become this whole thing of, oh God, is he going to catch her? Is he going to find out that she is Cat's Eye? What's going to go on? Now, as I said, there are three sisters. And the oldest sister, who's the boss of the Cat's Eye group, who does all the research and also will work if... Hitomi needs to be somewhere else is Rio. She's the oldest sister. She's elegant. She's fashionable. She's very intelligent. She's also someone who can race cars. She hang glides, parachutes. She comes with more eccentric plans like using a rifle to shoot a harpoon across a building to tightrope across. That is her deal. She's also the mother figure of the sisters and she's the one who remembers their parents and that becomes a point later on in the series. And last but not least is the baby sister, I. I, she's kind of tomboyish and she's in high school still and she's looking for love because she sees that her big sister has found love, even though they're like very weird of wondering, is this a good idea you're dating this cop because what happens, is this going to mess up our plans? And But I doesn't see it like that. She sees that, oh, sister's in love and life will be great if I find love of my own. So she's going to try and find love of her own. And she is also very great with gadgets she's an engineer so she's the one who makes up all their very weird inventions 
She makes their getaway car. She drives their vehicles. She also makes all their computer programs. She's their getaway driver, pretty much. But the thing is, she is the weakest of the three sisters. She is not strong. She's not fast. And she just does what she can do to... She's not really on the field as much as you think. Mainly it's Hitomi and then Ryu if they need be. If they do need all three sisters, then it gets complicated. Because it's like, how are they going to do this? How's it going to work out? This, that, the other thing. Now, the other characters you have that's really important is Mitsuko Asatani. And she is an investigator from Tokyo who came to the prefecture they're at. And she's assisting in the cat's eye investigation. And she kind of figures out that Hitomi and the cat's eye girls are the cat's eye girls. But she can't prove it because they outsmart her every single time. She's like, I know that scent, that perfume that we smelled at the crime scene. That's the same perfume that you wear. But then they have another crime. She's there watching them and they don't move. And they're like, wait, how is this possible? How could they not be the cat's eye girls? I don't understand. And they outsmart her 50% of times. So... It's one of the series where it's about figuring out what's going on. Now, the whole series focuses on them stealing art pieces for reasons which I don't want to spoil because it is a very big plot point. But they steal art pieces and they announce their crimes beforehand, usually a few days. Very similar to Lupin the Third, where Lupin the Third would send a letter to the police. Mouse sends a letter to the police. Cat's Eye Girls, they send a letter to the police saying, at this time we're going to steal it. And they always make sure that they are as awesome as they do. The first chapter they steal a painting. Second chapter they steal a statue. And they're very thorough and creative in how they do it at one point. They make it seem like they are going to steal it through one way, but they're actually hiding in the room dressed up as police officers, and they sneak out because people don't realize that they are police officers. They're not police officers. They're the cat's eye thieves. So they're always usually one step ahead of the police. And like I said, a lot of it is because Toshio tells his girlfriend, oh, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And he's, he's a very competent cop, but he is kind of stupid when he's around Hitomi, unless she's pissed off at him because like, he, he likes girls that are blonde, and it drives her up the wall. Like, he just sees beautiful women, he talks, and they're blonde. He's like, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm mad at you now. Screw it. We're going to do the mission, and we're going to kick his ass. And that is the crux of this manga. It's just... Not procedural, but it's very episodic where each chapter is a different story of what they're stealing and how they're going to steal it. And eventually to get get to the point of what is going on, why they're doing all these heists. And it gets very dramatic. It's very old school. The designs are old school. They come out in the 1980s. And even though it has an old scout, it does fit. It does work. And it is very elegant and very... Well, let's be honest, it's very dynamic. It works so well because seeing them do their martial arts styles and them completing the missions is enthralling, it's engaging, it's ingenious. And especially because Tsukasa Hojo is the guy who made City Hunter. You see the evidence of City Hunter in this. You see the beginnings of it. Also, there is actually a crossover at one point when in one of the City Hunter issues, the Cat's Eye Girls do show up. So that is pretty badass. I haven't read Angel Heart yet, which is the sequel to... City Hunter, but I think that one of the girls shows up in this. I'm not sure who, though. So, so overall, what am I going to give Cat's Eye by uh, Sukasa Hojo? Well, I'm going to have to give this a... Well, 
It's a little dated, but it still works. The art style is great. The story is compelling. And you got some great Tonkamons in it. So I'm going to have to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze. Your eyes will open your soul will be forfeit to the great soul of It is that good. It is that compelling. It is that fun. And, you know, it shows that girls kick ass. They... It's like the Wonder Woman thing from the old TV show, how she is she outsmarts the guys, but doesn't make it look like she outsmarts the guys. And that is what this series is about, the girls who outsmart the guys, and they do it with style and with grace, and which is sheer awesomeness. If you guys have a chance, let me know what you think. If you want to email me at uh, zaninspirekin.com, if you disagree or you want to know more about this series. And now... Uh, I think that's it for this episode. Let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. We love manga. Ah, except no substitute. Now, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune. With 10 slots on it for 10 gifts, which may be given out because I'm thinking that I'm going to put a gift on each of these. So when we spin it at the next convention, if you go to it and you're listening to this podcast, even if afterwards this podcast, if you are able to tell me what I reviewed, you will get a gift based on what is on here because I have lots of review stuff, don't I? Very. I think the review box is a little full. Yes. I mean, we have Decelerate Blue, we have the Hayao Miyazaki book, we have Big Bad Fox, we have Brave, we have Garden of Words, we have Drops of God, one of them in there, and lots of other things. I really need to give some of this stuff away, but because it is the happy season when Santa-san comes and gives us presents, or if you are Jewish, um, your family gives you presents, or if you believe in other stuff, someone will give you presents. Anyway, it's a happy holiday season. And so we're going to spin and see a review the next episode of the Spark and Mong Review. Uh, let's spin it. Number six. So what are we reviewing? The One-Eyed Cat. Ah, Safi, the One-Eyed Cat. I don't know anything about it. It might be horror, it might be comedy. I don't know. And for mangas, we are going to be giving away a manga about... Well, being a Ninja Slayer and killing things. So we're going to be giving away Ninja Slayer at the next convention we're going to, which I believe is Anime Boston in three months, I think. Right? Yes. Awesome. Boston. Bo- Boston. Anyway, more importantly than that, thank you guys for listening and sticking around. I know that things have been crazy, especially with the new schedule, and I really do appreciate it. I hope that... Everyone who celebrates, even those who don't celebrate. I hope you have a happy and wonderful holiday season. I hope that you have a great Festivus. I hope you have a great Kwanzaa. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I hope that everyone who's not celebrating, I hope you have a great, wonderful, and safe day. Cherish your family and loved ones. and um, Eat lots of good food. Yes, eat lots of good food. Even though I'm not getting good food. (laughs) Okay, it's good food, but I don't like the good food. I want the other food. Ah, it's good food. Uh, it's a whole thing. Anyway, hope you guys have a great one. We will talk to you guys next. Talk to you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Stuff together. Here we go on the floor. Shake a shake a. Right on. Last more. Shake a birthday.